God, I'm looking at the curveball. Let's go around the horn and get the big news in baseball. put our logo up over that i should just leave the camera up and our antics during all our music intros are maybe more fun for the viewers i'm, I'm a little bit of a dancer you i like are. beats i you, like you're beats. an actor you're a dancer i mean you are um like you're you got a little john travolta in you i think here hey, you saturday know what? night fever you know what uh, one of the one of the events we did preseason last year is uh coach guzzo and i went to an improv night and we were guest judges and oh, we got comedy yeah uh, uh, down at the citadel and uh, we got introduced and like we're in the back, you know, with all the talents and there's people out there watching and they're going to take us up on stage and introduce us. And, and we didn't know what was going to happen when we got there. Right. So now we're faced with, okay, we're going on stage here. So we put a little skit together and went out on stage. Really? I thought it was a great skit. We executed. Goose was super confident. We went and nailed it. And Were you nervous? No. No. It See, wasn't that, there wasn't a big enough crowd for me to be worried. And I knew what we had cooked up in the back there yeah. was gold. So you know, we were going to nail it. When I got into broadcasting, and I've been in broadcasting for over 23 years, I don't ever get nervous about you know this or when I was on TV or when I was on. But the first time after I got into broadcasting, I hosted a smoker. This was in like 1997. I was so nervous because when you're on TV, you can't see the people staring back at you from their living rooms. When you're in an event, you see everybody. Yeah. So I do get, I, I actually, for, for the amount of times I've been on a mic or on TV or radio, I get nervous about the actual public speaking. So so the, the in-game host at our ballpark, is yeah. that a little different? That's different because I'm just talking and I'm looking at a camera, right? Yeah. So the people that are around watching me, I, I don't really see them because I'm focused on that yeah, camera. Yeah. When you're yeah. up at like a and podium. You're when, like, when that's your yeah, focus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that guy's staring at me. That guy's, yeah. she's staring at me. So uh, good on you. All right. Okay. So this Mookie Betts deal is finally, finally done. Yeah. Um, and some, you know, it took uh, some, some finagling. What, what, some massage. Yeah. What are your, what's your thought process? And, uh, you know, for anybody that's maybe unfamiliar with all the pieces of it, it's price, um, bets, and uh, the Dodgers. To the Dodgers. Yeah. The Dodgers are sending Verdugo. Ver Alex Verdugo. Jeter Downs. Jeter Downs, that's right. And a catcher with the last name Wong. Right, to Boston. Who, who can also play some other spots. And the Dodgers are getting some cash. Dodgers are getting some cash, yes. Now, the Jock Peterson deal is done. The Kenton Maeda deal is still on. Yes. So Ken Kenton Maeda is still part of this three-team deal. So the Red Sox get... Verdugo, Downs, and, and Connor Wong. Mm -hmm. uh, the Dodgers get Mookie Betts, David Price, and Cash. The Dodgers and Twins are part of a separate deal where Bruzdar Gratterall is going to the Dodgers right. for Kenta Maeda. Which you really like. Which I think like that just made the deal even better for the Dodgers. Like, yeah. the, this all got screwed up and somehow worked out that the Dodgers got even more talent. It's almost like they screwed it up themselves so they could get more talent. <laughs> Man, like Bruce Dar Gratterall, like I, I'm a huge fan. I'll, I'll let it out. Like okay, he was, so tell us he about was my sleeper pick in fantasy. You're, I'm going up against you this year. All my fantasy buddies listening to this, I was taking him. I love Bruce Dar Gratterall. I think he's got a chance to be super lights out. 
he was part of the deal. I, I, I just can't keep it secret anymore. I, I really believe in this arm, this this player. Uh, his stuff is as good as anybody in in the major leagues. Um, and for the fact that, that and I like Verdugo too, and mm-hmm. I think Jeter Downs has got a chance to be a good player, no doubt. And, but you, what do you like better about? There's there's an aspect about Jeter Downs uh, that you, know, you the, like. That, I, I just hope this script plays out that the Red Sox. That Jeter Downs has a 20-year career and that the Red a flip Sox... play, maybe a flip play. A flip play, play, you know, dive into the stands, some big-time home runs Mr. in the November. month of November, um, and that the Red Sox get their Jeter playing shortstop for 20 years. Isn't that crazy? Would that just be like... Like, it just seems weird that there's a Jeter playing uh, shortstop for the Red Sox now. You know, they've got Bogarts there, so it probably won't see Jeter Downs at, at right. short. But we may, we may but see But at him, some point, he might. Yeah, and we may see him at second base. This year, mm-hmm. like start breaking camp with with the big club and, and mm-hmm. starting opening day. At but eventually, base. you think he'll move over there? Yeah, you know that. I would who, think. Who, at who some knows point, what yeah. the Red Sox are, are planning really, here? Yeah. Bogarts, can, you, can you figure out what the Red Sox are doing? Well, yes, they 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 wanted to get under the luxury tax. They overpaid some players to go on the World Series run. They were successful. Yeah. Those players, uh, their level of performance has gone down considerably. So, um, their their payroll doesn't reflect. Uh, the amount of wins they should have. Uh, they were a little bit lower than what they were projecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're over the tax threshold, which becomes a major issue the longer you stay above it. They had to reset that at some point. You know, correct, correction. They didn't have they to. They didn't have to because the Yankees don't. The Yankees are under it. They went and reset it a few years ago. Oh, okay. I yep. thought the so Yankees were still it. over it. No, they reset it. Okay, then I'm mistaken. Yeah, and, and the penalty... Get stiffer the longer you're above it. So it was an issue that they had okay. to do this. Um, now, the, the the real question is, did you have to sacrifice one of the five best players in the game uh, to MVP a, from two accomplish years ago. this? No. There, well, there were other ways they could have got around this. There yes. were, were They were worried about the $400 million asking price that you say uh, Mookie Betts wants when he becomes a free agent. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at Bryce Harper, 13 at 330, so that's a starting point. You know, if it's an eight-year deal, a 10-year, a 12-year, 13, you know, you're looking at that AAV of 35-plus, and you know how contracts go. They're going to try and reset the value. Um, He's not Mike Trout, so he probably ends up number two on the list of contracts, and yeah, for an organization that has endless resources like the Red Sox, for that to happen is... That's tough for their fan base. That's that's who I feel feel this for. Their fan base and that commercial, you know, the garden, smile pack. Like those fans Pappy? are those. They're, you know, Pappy lived here. They're diehard, and they lost their golden boy. Who would you pay more money to, Bryce Harper or Mookie Betts? Oh, I, I, like I'm a huge Bryce like, Harper fan. Trout so is number one. I, I would probably take Mookie Betts. You would take Betts because, over because Harper because uh, the the slight. Uh, He's slightly better athlete than Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. The athleticism is there. Uh, Bryce Harper is a pretty good defender. He's not going to steal the same of bases. Um, he, he doesn't run quite as well as Mookie Betts, but that's that's fine. Like he still runs better than a lot of guys. Um, Mookie's been maybe perhaps a little more consistent uh, over the last two three years than Bryce Harper. Um, but I, we're flipping a coin here because I, I'm I'm in the we're camp. splitting hairs, dude. I, I'm a Bryce. Bryce Harper fan. Okay, so I'm a fan of this potential lineup for the Dodgers. Okay. Mookie Betts leading off. Yeah. Max Muncy in the two hole. 
Redbeard, Justin Turner, three. And you got your MVP, Bellinger. AJ Pollock hitting five. Seeger hitting six. Gavin Lux coming up at seven. And Will Smith, who went deep off, was it Verlander? No. He had a bunch of bombs. Not Verlander. But he, he went deep in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty scary lineup if you're an opposing pitcher. Yeah, that's uh, they like, got that well, honestly, that go right, left, right, left, right, left, right. How does left, that rank with you know? We we talked about how good the Astros lineup was with Correa hitting seventh or eighth. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. How does this uh, uh, compare? Do you think? I think the Yankees are one, the Dodgers are two. Okay. Um, Yankees are going to bring back Andujar, who hit 30-plus as a rookie. <laughs> they don't even have a spot for him. Glaber is unreal. Um, you got Stanton and Judge in the outfield. Both guys are potential 50-home run guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Luke Voigt and what he brings at, at the first base position, some DH. Um, Gary Sanchez is a 35-home run hitting catcher. I, like, And they didn't even lead the American League. The Twins did in home yeah. runs, which is crazy. But uh, the Yankees are super dangerous. A, a slight advantage to the Yankees. And maybe that's just that the evil empire. Um, I'm not a huge A.J. Pollock fan. I don't think he ends up hitting five in that lineup. They'll, they'll figure a different configuration. I think for me, that's the difference. Uh, is A.J. Pollock versus what the, the Yankees have in their lineup. But, I mean, that's really close. And then I think the Twins Twins are in there. The Angels will be in there. Um, Houston's not far behind. Um, I, I think there's a downturn coming for the for the Houston Astros as they mm-hmm. maybe don't know exactly what's coming anymore. Um, yeah. Well, what about the Yankees? James Paxton uh, yeah, is out. Is out. Um, you know, the Yankees have a great lineup, but their staff is now a little bit... Uh, Worrisome with some of some injuries that are piling up. You know, Tanaka's got the elbow are, issue. People are calling James Paxton injury prone now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been dinged up a little bit. Uh, nothing, nothing majors happened. Um, they, they've got they've built in some insulation there with getting Garrett Cole. They've got Severino. Yeah. They've got Tanaka. Yeah. They've got uh, J. A. Hop in your five. You know, and he probably he he's a World Series five. He's a three four on some other teams. Um, They've got some young arms coming, uh, Sessa, and, and there's a couple other guys that are that have been kind of quad A guys that have bounced back and forth. Um, their bullpen is dynamite, so they, they don't have any issues there. Yeah, they'll miss Paxton. It's it's an embarrassment of riches. They are so deep that ball club um, that they're ahead of the Dodgers on the bump. So that's a concern. You know, that, you know, I 100% feel like the Dodgers could make a move when they need to uh, in the summer. And that's if Dustin, Dustin May may be the next Walker Bueller, so well, he may settle in and just be a, a complete stud. Right now, David Price probably slots in a number three spot, but that might not be the case as they head into the playoffs. Yeah, and you know what? I think that's a great spot for him to start the year. Right. Um, it shelters some of the younger guys, Urias and May. and, and Yeah, because they're going to have – I think Urias is going to start in the rotation this yeah, year. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, spring, there's still some things to prove, but, you know, he's got a leg up mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, not guaranteed like some of the other names there, but but definitely. But they, got, they're penciling them yeah, in. They, yeah. th- that's not their in protection. pen yet, yeah, yeah but yeah. penciled for sure. And and you know what? You start the veteran ahead of the younger guys, and you allow the younger guys to compete and move up and push mm-hmm. a guy down. You know, it's, so it's a great situation. For if them. David Price is their number four starter going into the playoffs, I'm happy with that. If David Price is their number three starter going into the playoffs, I have some concerns. I know you do. Um, he, he proved himself with the Red Sox, uh, but I definitely I, I, I hear your concerns. They're warranted. Um, 
You know, the Dodgers picked up a guy that's won, has been in some battles. He's been in the AL East his whole life. Mm-hmm. So that's, I, that's a good point, actually. That's a pretty deadly division. Uh, I mean, geez, you know, like they, there's home run hitters all over the place, yeah. uh, you know. And, and What about the ballpark for him? It's a good ballpark yeah. for him to go to. There's there's band boxes in the AL East, you know, balls jumping out of yeah. Fenway and, and Yankee, and, Yankee and the porch. Rogers, Skydome, you know, the balls jump over there. Mm-hmm. Camden, balls launch there. Uh, and then and you got Tampa Bay, who's just like, you know, a version of the Oakland A's. It just always finds ways to maximize and win games. And, you know, he's been in he's been in the, the, the ringer there, you know. So it'll be a little bit of a breath of fresh air getting out to the West Coast mm-hmm. uh, and not have to go up against the juggernaut Yankees all the time. Doesn't so, have to face a DH now? Yeah, no, it's uh, his, his numbers will improve. You know, if he's healthy, I expect him to have a better year. Okay, so... The, the one part of this deal that fell through was Jock Peterson and uh, Stripling going to the Angels. That's not happening, uh, at least right now. Who knows if yeah. it ever gets yeah, revisited. But you have a destination for Jock yeah, Peterson I do. and Stripling. Uh, for, first off, I just want to touch on the Angels. Like I thought that was just a, a great move. Like They could use Stripling. Stripling's like a, a Swiss Army knife. He can start, he can relieve, he can go long. Veteran. A veteran and, and performs well. Just a really great piece to add to your 12 or 13 man pitching staff, which is exactly what Anaheim needs. They need to do kind of what the Jays have done and, and bring in some more established arms. Um, so I, I love that idea, that alone for the Angels to get a serviceable big league arm because they need them. And then to get Jock Peterson, who destroys right handed pitching, uh, to go in there and you know hit, hit in front of Mike Trout. You can get a lot of pitches to hit, and Rendon's there. Um, that's, that's just tough to see that that happened. It was, a, it was a great move by the Angels. I applaud their GM for, for getting in there. He got two pieces that he really really could need and, and could use, uh, and they let Cole Calhoun mm-hmm. go, and they were replacing him with a, with an upgrade. 36 with, home runs from Jock yeah. Peterson last year. How many do you think he could hit batting in front of Trout? Yeah, he pushed 40. He could go to 40. Yeah, t- totally, and he doesn't even... Doesn't even swing against lefties. Like, that's big-time power. Um, so that sucks for the Angels. That's too bad. Perhaps it gets revisited. But now that the deal is off, um, I'll give you a team I think would be a great fit for this edition. It's the Toronto Blue Jays. Mm. For me, all offseason, the goal should have been, and, and was, because they signed Travis Shaw, was to get a left-handed bat to hit somewhere in the middle of that lineup to help the, help the right-handed kids go to work. Uh, their whole outfield's right-handed. You know, their projected three guys, Grichuk, T. Oscar, and Lourdes, they're right-handed hitters. Uh, Travis Shaw and Rowdy Telez are the, you know, the, the two lefty bats. And uh, Shaw's coming off what is his worst year in professional baseball. Um, uh, a two-time former 30-home run guy. Uh, but but last year had made some adjustments in his swing and they didn't work. And so he shuttled back and forth from AAA. Uh, and Rowdy Telez, which we're not sure what we're getting, uh, we've seen highs and lows from that young player. Uh, potential still there to be awesome and could be, you know, a replacement for Justin Smoke in his best years. That's what we hope as a Blue Jay fan. But to get Jock Peterson and to bring in Stripling, who provides more depth for that staff, it would be such a great move. It's the same for the Angels. I would love to see Jock Peterson in that lineup. And they're so right-handed that he could easily platoon with T. Oscar or spell Gritchuk or spell Lourdes on a day. Um... What a piece that would be at would be to add. Um, I'd be I'd be shocked if they if they didn't make a call to see if they could. You know, you're doing your due diligence. You know what will it take? Because the Angels were giving up a utility player. It was it was a cash move 
more so for the Dodgers to remain underneath the luxury tax. So I would think they're still looking to move them. And I, for me, there's, there's no better fit than the Jays. And the White Sox were in this boat, and they went out and got Nomar Mazzara uh, from the Rangers. He's with the White Sox. With White Sox, they're kind of a sleeper team this year. There's not a lot of teams that are necessarily looking for that one more piece, the left-handed mm-hmm. hitting piece, as much as the Blue Jays should or could be. So we'll see what happens. What do you like about uh, some of the other things going on? The D-backs uh, get a, done, a deal yeah, done yeah. with their shortstop. Four-year yeah, deal? Four-year deal for Nick Ahmad. Uh, he's just a good player. Uh, and that's kind of the, the D-backs. Are, I would put them in the, 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 the Tampa Rays and the Oakland A's mold of making good decisions on players and developing and, and moving. Yeah, they, they, the, the World Series, they went out and bought. Yeah, yeah. But the rest of the time, they developed. Yeah, the last two, three years, they've really done a good job at um, moving homegrown guys in, moving some older players, creating some flexibility with their payroll as well as their positional depth. Um, you know, they made a great deal getting Zach Gallen, who's got, mm. um, you know, based on StatCast, I think like the, the best change up in the big leagues type guy. Um, they've made some really interesting moves uh, that make a lot of sense. So, you know, at the end of the day, um, to, to lock up your shortstop long term for four years, uh, you know, they've got Kettle Marte, who was playing a little bit there. Now he's in center field. You know, that Ahmed's an athletic guy. That's good for the D-backs. Don't sleep on them. You know, the Dodgers are the juggernaut, but I expect the D-backs to, to really push for a wild card. All right, let's talk a little bit closer to home. Um, you're uh, busy building your own yeah. team, uh, your sort of free agency. Yeah. Um, you know, throwing out four-year contracts, but uh, you are bringing in some players. Uh, so let's talk about some of the prospects uh, that we will see at Remax Field. Yeah, we uh, we'll, we'll get another signed player out there into the into the community of Podcast Alley and and the Prospects Baseball Show. It's uh, Stephen Horner. Uh, Steven is uh, a, he's an outfielder with the University of Fraser Valley program in in Chilliwack in the in the mainland there. Um, what I know of Steven, it, it's kind of funny, that, and this is the the opportunity to you know know that league, the Canadian College Baseball Conference, and, and know what Steven has met in their lineup at Fraser Valley. Uh, he hits in the middle. He's been really productive there. Uh, but I also know of Steven through his men's league playing career, um, which, you know, he's young, he's 20. Uh, but when you're a college player and you're not necessarily playing in one of these leagues or you're working in the summer, you want to play as competitive level as you can. And and I'll tell you right now that the lower mainland, the Vancouver area, has as good a men's league as really as, as anywhere in Canada. I'm sure Ontario's got a good one and, uh, you know, Quebec will have a good one. Now, we've got some good players playing here, but that league right in the heart of Vancouver has got some dudes and some former college pitchers mm-hmm. that still bring it and are veteran and know how to get you out and want to get you out. And so he he had a really successful run with uh, Burnaby Bulldogs, uh, which is a team that perennially wins the provincial championship out there for senior men's with legit former pros, ex-guys, big-time college guys. And Steven hit in the middle of that lineup. And, and I've known about Steven for a couple of years now. Um, he's an athletic player. Uh, he'll, he gives you an honest day's work. Uh, you know, you know a, a baseball, uh, just loves the game. He's a baseball player, uh, and, and I love that about him. Uh, so he'll he'll bring some athleticism to our outfield. You know it's a big mm-hmm. outfield, Dino. You know? So we need guys that can track it. He can do that. He's a right-handed hitter. Uh, he can throw it a little bit. 
Um, you know, and, and we're going to see what, what he's capable of doing on the base pass too. I think that there's some ability to, to seal some bases. Um, excited to have him. He'll be in the mix uh, to play quite a lot for us. Um, a key in the cog, and we're really happy to have him. All right, I'm really uh, looking forward to uh, seeing Steve and the uh, Steven and the uh, speed speedy Steve on the base pass. I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to the fantasy baseball league that we are going to get going. Uh, the Prospects Baseball Show Fantasy League. Uh, we have a, a new league. Yep. It's signed up at uh, Yahoo, yep. and we have five spots available. So. Tell our uh, listeners, viewers, uh, whatever they might be watching, whether on the uh, Prospects Baseball uh, YouTube channel or listening to this show, how is this league going to work? It's going to be a head-to-head league, right? Yeah, head-to-head. Uh, so week-to-week, you have a, a competitor in the league. You go head-to-head. There's six scoring categories on the offensive side, six on the pitching side. Um, you go head-to-head in each category at the end of the week. Um, somebody wins and loses. Sometimes there's ties in, in fantasy right. weeks, but um, so it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, it's a chance to play some fantasy league baseball against Dino and myself. Um, you know, bring your bring your baseball knowledge and and your 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 managerial and your chirping abilities. skills. It'll be a, probably a little bit of chirping going on, and and uh, we're just gonna have a lot of fun all season. We'll have an update at the ballpark. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll show maybe on the chalkboard, something like that. And uh, yeah, like I said, we'll just have a bunch of fun. We need f- we need five more listeners to come in yeah. on this. Uh, we're looking at a fifty dollar buy in so that the the regular season winner and and the, the playoff winner and maybe the second place get a little bit of something. Yeah, not too expensive, yeah. but a little bit of a reward. Here are the categories we're going with, and this is pretty standard for yeah. for hitting. Uh, we're going with uh, runs, home runs, RBIs, uh, stolen bases, and average. And then on the um, the pitching side, wins, saves, Ks, ERA, whip. Pretty standard, right? Pretty standard, yep. I, and I think innings pitched. I think that's part of... Oh, is it? I'd have to double check. Because it, it's, so, it, it's not uh, five categories each or six categories each? Because uh, it, it says hits and at-bats, but that's grayed out. And then innings pitch is grayed out as well. So we'll check into that. Yeah, but we'll check the, in. The it's standard, funny. standard. Uh, I have to re-sign in. I've been looking at this all day, and now all of a sudden Yahoo kicked me out. So <laughs> I don't have access to it right now. Uh, that's what I'm looking at. But and we're gonna what we're gonna try to do is we're gonna try to do the draft at the ballpark. Like you have to be there to be in the league. Yeah. That that's the one thing that we should uh, stipulate is you have to be or have a representative. At the draft, like it might be, we'll we'll be drafting on a computer, but we'll have to be. You have to be live. Yes, I think I think you have to because that's part of the fun. The draft it is, fun. is is it part is of the fun. Yeah, you, totally. you know, you you razz a guy for his pick, or you get mad because somebody took the guy right before you. All that kind of stuff. That's 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 maybe the best part about being in the fantasy league is uh, being at the draft. You, the draft is so awesome. You know, you're building your squad. Everybody's optimistic. Everybody's got a chance to win right. on, on opening day. So it, uh, it is a lot of fun. And you, get, you create some memories. You have some laughs. It, uh, you get a little bit of chirping, too. Um, I'm looking forward to it, Dino. Yeah, I am as well. So if you want to get in on the Prospects uh, Baseball Show Fantasy League, hit us up on any of our social media feeds, Prospects Pod, Jordan Blundell 4, at Duck Millard, or at EDM Prospects. You can also email us, Prospects Baseball Show, 
at gmail.com. And we're looking for five more owners to join the league. And uh, we'll give you all the details as we just did if you want to get a hold of us. So hit us up on the Prospects uh, Baseball Show Twitter, Instagram, uh, or on the, uh, the Prospects team as well. And you could uh, join our league. 